Welcome back to Money with Mac and G. This episode is for the week ended August 27th, 2021. Here is my beautiful, creative, and intelligent daughter. Thanks, Dad. My name is Mac, and these are the markets. Another crazy week with the Nasdaq flying past 15,000 and the S&P busting through 4,500. The Dow didn't break into a new territory, but still flying high. I know it's hard to remember, but markets don't always go up, even though it looks that way. You're absolutely right. Bitcoin lost a bit of momentum, but nothing major, while Apple is holding solid, close to 149 at the end of the week. Ever since that 30% or so drop in March of 2020, we've been in a bull market, which is up more than 20%. Now, if my calculations are correct, the Dow, S&P, and NASDAQ climbed 85, 96, and 120% from that drop. It was a rough ride, but for those who stuck with it, it definitely turned out well. Don't you like what I did there, Mac? Excellent, Dad. You worked in a bit of our education from last week about bulls and bears. Very good. This weekend, you got shocked trying to put in a ceiling fan. We heard a few words we cannot repeat. Glad you're good, but it made me think about electricity and then Mom's Tesla. It is fun to think about. We're seeing quite a few more electric vehicles or EV cars on the road. And not just from Tesla. Everybody is in on it. Ford, Audi, Chevy, Honda, BMW, Hyundai, Volkswagen, and more. There are lots of startups out there too, including Byton, Faraday, Lucid, Rivian, Fisker, Nikola, and more. Everybody seems to want to be involved in the action. Oh, did you see that a Ford F-150 hybrid can actually work as an electrical generator? You can use it camping to power your tools and even your house if there is a blackout. Let's keep myself away from that stuff. I wouldn't want to do any more adult word screaming parties by myself. Now, that's cool. Lots of new tech to see. It is really interesting to watch. Batteries keep getting better all the time, and the distance a car can go keeps increasing. The Tesla Model S can go 400 miles. Even though the average drive to work is less than 40 miles round trip, that's a lot. You'd really never run out of charge. I know, and mom has a bit of that battery anxiety thing. She gets nervous. She'll run out of battery charge. But we have a gas station in our garage. It's really only an issue when she goes to grandma's. But there are a couple of Tesla superchargers on the way. That means 15 minutes and she can get an extra 200 miles. Just enough for all of us to hit the restroom and mom can grab a cup of coffee. When we have our iPads, the time flies. It's super quiet, too. More and more people are buying them. Yes, and you love this part. The government gives you a tax credit, which is like free money. You don't get it with a Tesla, but some other cards can give you up to $7,500. That's a ton. The rules depend on different things and aren't always that big, but it can be substantial. Car companies are jumping on board and making a huge push to start building more and more of them. Ford will invest $25 billion with a B by 2025, and they're going to try to eliminate most of their gas vehicles by 2035. That's a huge change. And they actually said eliminate. Do you think this will have any effect on the economy? I think it absolutely will because it will change how the money moves around. I agree, Dad. Okay, this is what I've learned from you talking about it all the time. First, the maintenance on the car is very different from a regular car. A regular car has a combustion engine. That means gas combusts in the engine. Okay, too technical. It means the gas explodes when the spark plug fires. 
If you create a spark next to the gas, it explodes. That energy is used to turn the wheels on a car. Way to boil that down, Mac. If you don't have an engine that uses gas, you don't need... Spark plugs. An oil change. Engine air filters. A timing belt. Not as many replacement brakes. And other fluids and more. There are no sparks to make the gas explode, so no spark plugs. Since there are fewer moving parts, no more motor oil. The gas engine has to suck in the air to work, so you don't need air filters. The timing belt is something only for gas engines, and you brake less with an electric car, so your brakes last about twice as long. Without all the needed maintenance, Consumer Report says you save between six dollars and $10,000 over the life of a vehicle. Not bad, but electric cars are usually more expensive. These differences would change things if all the companies that support gas engines no longer have to make those products. Yep, that does change a number of things in the economy. Fewer jobs in those industries, but it creates new and different jobs. Since an electric car is super quick, didn't you have a couple of small heart attacks when using ludicrous speed in a test drive? Yes, ludicrous speed. That's super fast and comes from the movie Spaceballs. When you hit the electric, it jumps out of its skin. You can't say you hit the gas because there is no gas. The car does accelerate super fast, and I love ludicrous speed. You pull one G of force, and that's on the ground. It's like being in a jet plane. Totally nuts. Well, it looks like more people like electric cars. They're quiet, save money by using electricity, and they're like a computer on wheels. You can loan the car to us and put a limit on how fast the car is allowed to go. Plus, it tracks where the car is at all times, and they can see its speed on your phone. Talk about Big Brother. Uh, do you need Grant? He's sick. Why did you say Big Brother? Big Brother is a saying. It means someone is watching you. Ooh, that's spooky. Well, here's one for you. Electric car sales went up by 41% in 2020 when car sales actually dropped globally by 16% due to COVID. And in the first three months of 2021, global sales rose by around 140% compared to the first three months of 2020 crazy growth. That is a lot of buying. One big part of electric cars is its self-driving feature. That's where the car drives itself and not a person. It's a computer with lots of sensors that view things on the road like cameras and radar. They believe electric cars are the future of self-driving. First of all, that's weird having no person in the driver's seat, but tests have shown it's super safe. Waymo, which is Google's self-driving car division, drove over 6 million miles with its self-driving car, but there was a human in the driver's seat. But it also drove fully driverless about 65,000 miles. That's over 500 years of driving. Do you know what it found out? There were 47 contact events. That's their version of an accident. The company said nearly all of these collisions were the fault of a human driver or pedestrian. If you do the math, then that's less than one incident in every 10 years of driving, but none were due to the computers. Plus, none of them resulted in a severe or life-threatening injury. Well, that's cool. It might be weird not having a driver, but you know we never see the pilot on a plane actually flying. How do we know they're really in the cockpit anyway? Good point. You don't know. Planes have autopilot, which is self-flying. There is a lot of focus on EVs, especially from ride-sharing companies like Uber and Lyft. 
If a driver is paid forty thousand per year and an electric car costs thirty thousand dollars with much lower cost to operate, that changes things. You're absolutely right, McAdoo. The autonomous car or self-driving car would never sleep, and they would expect it to drive five times or more than average to around sixty to eighty thousand miles per year. That would drop the cost by eighty-five percent or more. The people building the cars believe electric cars are better for self-driving for a couple reasons. Exactly, electric cars are easier to drive by computer because there is no delay in acceleration. Gas engines have some delay because when you hit the gas, the spark plug has to ignite the gas and transfer that energy to the wheels. Not the same for an electric car. But the computer system needs lots of energy, and the electric car is more stable at supplying it. Since electricity is much cheaper than gas, Uber and Lyft love it. Plus, it's easier to recharge an electric car than a gas car if you don't have a driver. You don't really spill electricity, do you? Right, you are. Electric cars are generally safer in an accident too because of the batteries, which are heavy, are in the floor. It's much harder for a car to roll over in an accident then. That's cool, but I know there are other concerns because self-driving cars could replace millions of jobs in the U.S. and the world. You have taxis, trucks, ride-sharing, delivery companies, forklifts, and other stuff. But there are about 5.5 million car accidents per year, and over 80% are caused by humans. Hmm. Computers are faster, don't get tired, and make fewer mistakes. If it saves lives, we would need fewer emergency rooms at hospitals. Jobs would be lost driving, but new jobs would be created in making batteries, new charging technology, software, building the electric car, and more. That would clearly change parts of the economy. The money would flow to different areas for sure. If everyone was sharing a car, there may be new companies to timeshare a self-driving car. That would mean fewer total cars on the road too. However, some people who lose their job would not have the right skills for the new jobs. We won't really know until it all happens. To put it in perspective, the U.S. economy is about twenty-three trillion dollars, and the car industry is estimated at about two trillion dollars. Changes in the industry could have a huge effect. Plus, that's not counting all the jobs with driving, which is close to four million jobs in the U.S. So this will be big. That seems pretty easy to see. It could be huge. I have a question before we leave. If a self-driving car is safer, will car insurance go down? Forbes magazine, which is focused on business and investing, has an estimate it could reduce the amount you pay by 75 percent, but it could still be a couple of decades away. I love the way you think. Imagine a car dropping you off at work and then driving home until it needs to pick you up. The hat would affect parking lots too, right? Less people would park downtown. There would be less gas stations, and since self-driving cars are more precise, they say they can get more lanes on a road for people to drive on. You'd reduce the number of roads that you need to build. This is a big deal, and there is one thing for sure: besides death and taxes, and that's change. You got that right, Macadoo. Hey, thanks for being here, and we'll see you next time for more Money, Money with, with Mac, Mac and G. G. Bye. Bye.